This has been Theo and Griper, 718-339-6020. Begin our little safety message. <clears throat> ben fires and burns. <clears throat> Once you speak to a rev concerning where the Shabbos candles should be, some put it on the table, some put it on the side, but a person has to be very careful about Shabbos candles, especially when the parents are not around. Don't leave pot handles hanging over the stove. A little kid just has to pull it down, and it's a big problem. And don't cook where the flame is extending beyond the pot, because that also could burn. Don't wear loose sleeves, plastic aprons that it's easy to catch fire to. In general, the kitchen shouldn't be a place everyone doesn't just congregate, especially when there's cooking going on. Very important to be careful <clears throat> with fire and burns because these catastrophes can change a person's life totally. Totally. So today to continue our good marriage series, it's interesting, a young man spoke to me recently <clears throat> that in the last couple of months, one night he was learning, a certain woman we knew in the area, they came for Shabbos once in a while, popped in, uninvited, sat on the couch, said I had nowhere to live. And investigation went on to try to help, and the next day she had somewhere to go. Same man, so a month later, got a call. One person also came for showers once in a while, but not too often. I'm coming over, I have nowhere to live. The father said, please don't come over, and... What happened was he went out to Dava Meyer, came back, and she was on the couch. Another. <clears throat> and again, help was looked after. And Rosh Hashem, there are places people can go to get help. <clears throat> people who want to get help can get help. <clears throat> Yet, this certain person told me what lesson he learned from all this. And first, we say to ourselves, I have a home, a place to live, it's warm during the winter, cool during the summertime. And these are thank yous we constantly reiterate that we should go over and over every day with family, friends. But he went a step further. He said, we have a support system that we're unaware of. A support system, a person has an inner strength that he knows he has not only a home, but he can talk to somebody. He needs someone to talk to. There's people to talk to either at home or elsewhere. Especially in a good community where people are related and connected in many different ways. And also emotional. A child or Adult walks into his home, his apartment even, 
There's a sense of security. There's a, a place to go. There's an emotional support in that respect. And emotional support from the people in there also. We just mentioned the physical support. You know, you can come in, there's food, etc. Mentally, you don't have to walk around <clears throat> nervous and you have nowhere to go. So all this creates a support system that becomes inter internal. It's inside. And people said to him, well, we'll take it for granted. No, he responded. They don't think about it altogether. We have no idea that we're walking around with a strength. Kaddish Baruch who made a structure of the world and a structure for a family and a structure in a community that has saves us on a constant basis and gives us strength. That this support system <clears throat> is something to start thinking about and make you happy. Like a person, when you walk home, even when you go to work, or you go to learn, you go to grocery, it's inside there's a security knowing you have a place. Knowing even we need a couple of bucks, there are people to go to. You more than a couple of bucks. Most people can go somewhere. And Shem pulls us out even though we just make it each month. So there's a chasano. And $20,000 has to be raised and it's raised somehow. But you see, we're living with a internal security. And this is something <clears throat> to go over. <clears throat> and you can walk. The same man said he saw his son told his son to get Aliyah. Shab is during this these thoughts of his. And he said, This boy's a good boy. He's learning, has good values. He's gonna take care of me when I get older. And also his sister brothers are also gonna take care of me, the father said. He had teary eyes. It's something to think about. But it's inside it gives us strength on a daily basis. <clears throat> a person who is not clear or feeling a confidence in the future. Because Baruch who set up, nothing's guaranteed, of course. But the father felt a happiness then. Next to the father, the son was a grandchild. And also security in that too. But the first step in building a, a simcha and a strength is knowing we have a tremendous support system. This community, we live here, Sephardi community, you go to a bris, everyone shows up. This one's related to this one, this one's related to this one. and But it's beautiful. Young boys, young girls being brought up in such a community. Again, take it for granted, not the word. We don't even think about it. What do we have? It's a security. Of course, everyone has Nagat Nefesh. Everyone has doubts of themselves. And everyone is fidgety, wants to do something, wants to do something with their lives. And is uneasy. There's a lot of ups and downs, that's for sure. 
but it's a foundation that's there, everybody. <clears throat> There's other communities, Hasidic communities, Lifish communities. We have to remind ourselves and get a happiness out of it, a happiness, a strength out of it. Review it, review it. And you'll see you're walking a different street. Something's there you didn't think about at all. And as <clears throat> soon as we start thinking about it, it creates a happiness. And with this awareness, we have to realize that we have a big obligation. And Hashem gives us that obligation too, responsibility. But He gives us this responsibility with a knowing we have a foundation. We have a strength. <clears throat> and so how do we, our listeners, the young ones and the older ones and parents, what do we do to not only now realize the structure and go over it and go over it, and you can go over the people who help you, you can go over that boy finances, they're getting along, you can go over it emotionally, you can talk, you have someone you feel comfortable. And mentally, you get settled mind, you can ask advice. Physically, you got a bed, you got food. There's so much that helps in that way. <clears throat> but how do we continue this for the next generation? And we could do it while we're young because whatever we do now is going to be built inside of us, give us the strength that's going to go onward, which becomes eternal, eternal. It's forever and ever what we're looking at. <clears throat> so <clears throat> to inculcate these ideas, these inner structures, inner structure that we have to the others, to the next generation, we're seeing we went to Leviathan Belsky, Sal, a superman in all respects, Sadik, everything you can name, with a family like that, with siblings like that, Chesedika people. Tremendous, tremendous. But I think from Rabelsky we can learn a little bit how we as Family members, parents can now get this inner structure in us more and how to pass it on. Torah. Rose's <clears throat> Torah was phenomenal. Even listening to Rabelsky's Dafyomi, it was sweet, like a smorgasbord. You felt like olive bays. But the sweetness of Torah. That's why a parent doesn't have to bang on the table and yell and scream most of the time and push those ideas into the son's head. I don't know if the Rav Miller said this. If a person goes and to a Shabbos table and he gives over a pilpo, a whole big shear, and there's another man who's there with a simcha and a Torah and gives over a warm, a whole different table. Who's not better children? Who knows? 
No said the first thing you do at your Shabbos table is dunk in your wife and talk about the delicious foods and go on and on. Because we're building eternity, a happy eternity. That's why the Torah, if it's presented, we have to present it because we have to be happy with our Torah, with what it gives us in so many different ways, how it keeps us with positive, constructive ideas of how to live, how to act, keeps us all the time in touch with the creator of the universe. There's so much. So a person who feels happy with, look what I have, and a wife and husband happy with what they have, a wife could be to heal them, and every little thing she does with the family, and Torah Dick away, Torah music, Torah talks, not pushing down anyone's throat. throat. It's a happiness they have that will penetrate osmosis into the family without the banging on the table and you have to do this and have to do that. This is a way to put it inside. I remember one time I saw a, a special needs child in a home and I don't think he was the highest functioning but you had to see the Shabbos table. He helped serve and he helped collect the plates. His father told me before the <clears throat> before Shabbos, the preparations, he's cleaning the bathroom, the floor, without even anyone telling him. It's automatic. And it's like a happiness and it's like a because the Torah ideas got into the family's head and got to his head. Automatic, and if we can learn so much more from a special needs, really special, and a special boy, how much more we can do. So the Torah, we need rebuttal, people to show us how to put it, to share, to give it over. Ragzal was an expert at so many different people, from Balchuvas to Frimson's birth, who had to deal with different parents, different people, and how to do it in the right way, how to show the Torah life the happy life without threatening the parents. The Balchuvas, he had them in a way they didn't become the rabbis of the house. They let their parents see his growth, his kivav aim grow. So the Torah, the Torah, we have to push give the Torah over, but it has to be given into us over. And even halacha, Rabelsky, this halacha, this way, the halacha is beautiful. Laws of muksa means to stay away, stay away from elements on Shabbos that are going to distract us and take us away from amanucha. Daily prayers, daily halacha, there's so much beauty and happiness can be given over. There's another thing penetrates. Penetrates inside a child. Inside becomes their strength. They have a set of rules, especially Torah rules, which is emes. You can't beat it. If it's done again, parents have to be straight. If you're looking for ways to get out of things, so, like the father who says to his children, don't lie, don't do this, phone call comes, and the son goes, turns to the father. The father says, T tell that person I'm not here. I don't know. So us, 
we ourselves have to work on halacha in such a constructive, positive way, especially today. There's so many nice books for him. To put that into the family. And chesed, chesed, kindness, kindness. The parents were always giving and listening, giving and listening. And how they talk to each other and how they talk to others. There's a chesed, a chesed, a listening ear. They showed a listening ear. The Rebelsky people would come to the house from downtrodden to anyone and to give them an ear, give them food, even make mayonnaise if they like mayonnaise. It's incredible, but this is what we have to do in our homes. Everything you do, everybody, again, is forming an internal structure inside the family members. And one that they won't even think about, won't even think about unless we just tell them. But it's going to give them a strength. That's It's a strength. It's a strength that we all have. And work ethics. To work for things. It's okay. Sometimes you see the children don't help Shabbos too fast. And you see sometimes they really don't open up the safer so fast. But that's okay. Work with them. You have to be the model for work ethic. The husband has to be, the father has to be a worker in the house. Remember the million dollar check. For some reason outside we can work, work, work. We come into the house, we want to relax. No, make believe it's a million dollar check. A $10 million check someone gives you before you walk in. Nothing will bother you. And if you're there to have soup, man, you're going to save the day. So work ethics, is, there's ways to show we work. And you get coaxed and encouraged, but not... Your model, your wife's model will be it, especially if it's a sympathetic work ethic. And all this is, uh, it helps support the family and it builds an internal support system. As we said earlier, there are people who don't have, honest. Certain men told me, met them recently, don't have. And with the right direction, Mr. Shem, they will have. But we have, again, this support system. And this is part of it. We have to work on it and impart it into our families. So it becomes a controlled life, a life where there's purpose. And in, even with Agus Nefesh, in difficult time and fresh many moments, to understand we have these support systems and we have to build them in ourselves, build them in our families. Then, husband and wife. It's another big one. <clears throat> now, whatever support systems we show, we appreciate, and we give over, but the support system of a husband and wife that work together for children could be the most important. The most important, most important. And we see recently from the Pasha, Yisro, Yishma Yisro, he heard. Yeah, I'm all like, right before that, been here. or heard, but didn't want to listen. See the difference. A person who learns how to hear, who wants to know the truth, who through every idol, experience every idol, Yisro, and yet 
always looking for the truth. Found the truth. And I'm all like looking for one's own selfish needs to be fulfilled. Nowhere. So first thing in husband and wife, there's so many ways if you seek, seek, seek to be the best husband, you will be. But you have to seek it. You have to really want to. You have to work on that ego, leave it out the door because it's, it's a waste of time to bring ego into the home. And you come into the home sometimes frustrated. That's also a certain thing you have to leave out. But a person has to want to hear, want to hear how to be the best husband. Constantly mention right middle of the Ten Commandments, the marriage, the ladies and the men, and person to have a Rebbe, husband and wife, no matter how old you are, someone who's sensitive, understands marriage, understands each marriage, each person is individual. You can't make card blanche statements to everybody, to anybody. And you can seek, you can seek if you really want and know this is eternity. This is forever business. This is creating my internal structure and my children's internal structure. Would you think about not doing it? Not seeking, seeking how to be the best wife, the best wife, the best wife, the best wife. This is not working, I'll try this, not working, I'll try this. Could be keeping certain routines that you know will make the husband happy. Or the husband keeping certain routines that keeps the wife happy. But if you want it bad enough, someone told you you're going to make $10 million, told you how to do it in particulars, you memorize those particulars. This is eternity at stake. There's everything at stake. So you say, Yisro heard. So you see, that's way to start your marriage. You want to hear. You're looking for the truth. You're begging for the truth. Emily used to say, you got to want to want. Go for it. Don't just push that aside. Trying to figure out how to do work and work better to make money. That's very good. And how to learn better. Do this better. Very good. And halacha better. Very good. All this is very good. But it could be number one is how to be a better husband, how to be a better wife. You mean I'm trying and it's him and it's her? No, 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 no. There's always ways, always ways to learn. You see, right after that, Israel tells Moshe how to organize the uh, judicial system. And if you think about it, Moshe was talking to the Kaddish Baruch Hu all the time. Mahabda Abdullah, because Yisrael was a great man, the Pasha named after him. Can you imagine a person has the best mechanic, the principle of all principles? And you're the teacher, and he gives you, she gives you the best advice, the best advice you need. And you're a teacher of young children, a seven-year-old child goes, I have a better way you can do this. Again, nothing, Yisrael was a big sadic. Beyond, beyond will ever be. So a teacher would look at the little seven-year-old and say, come on, you know, in his head, get away, kid, he'll nod his head. And then, no, no, no. You see a big lesson. Big lesson from Moshe Rabbeinu, how to listen. You listen. You listen to everybody. You listen, you can learn from everybody. We don't, that's very obvious. You can learn from everyone. It's a big, big thing. 
And that's probably could be, again, one of the biggest things in marriage, to listen to your mate. I doesn't mean listen, they tell you what to do. Well, you could do that too. But listen. But between the, the words, the wife is tr- frustrated. She's so angry. Who knows? So many times they can tell you a story and story. She just wants some attention. Just wants you to listen. Wants you to be Superman. Whatever it is. Braxel always expanded on that. Spoke about that. Learn how to listen, 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 listen. After a while, you'll see the complaints and everything that goes on. There's there's something between the lines. How many times it takes a lady to listen to her husband when he comes home and just takes a nice little watermelon to spread the show. I'm listening to you. I know you had a hard day. Listen, you do not have to hear words to listen to somebody. And a man who comes home, his wife had a hard day. Come home. Listen, listen. You've heard. You've heard before you come in. Relax before you come in. Walk around the block like a donut, but then you walk in. You know, you're, she said, what do you need? Right away you're sweeping. Right away you're helping. You sit down, sweetheart. I'm making a tea for you. Whatever it is. Let's go children. Let's do our homework. Let's do. You know, then she could give him a 15-minute rest when he comes in. Whatever it is, we speak about it all the time. It's his crucial stuff. How we call it our famous uh, no tension zone. First you come in and encourage each other. Famous, then you come in and yes, sure, listen, listen. Don't even, before you're listening, you're doing because if you think beforehand, you realize what the mate needs. And validate, validate their cries, the yells, the screams, the frustrations that go through. And all of a sudden, you're creating a home of listening. You know what that means to children? Give them all the talks in the world. Listen to your mother. Listen to your father. Listen to your Rebbe. You notice everyone does, not everyone, but we're not, we're not among listeners today. Maybe we don't listen to each other too well. Except by force. So it's a big thing. You want to put into your family this internal internal structure, the support system, and, a, and, a, and the values of listening to your fellow person, of really being ready to, to help and be there. You create a whole human being. I've seen families like this where the mother was a person, a father was a person, they listened, listened to others, and ran to do chesed. First, we know chesed starts at home, but then ran to do chesed. They had Shabbos guests too, and the, the whole family grew up. It was automatic. If someone dropped something in shul for their child to jump and get it. It was no surprise when the certain boy went to yeshiva, he had a phone on a certain shelf and everyone in the whole building knew they could come and use that phone anytime. It was no accident that another son he went to morning davening. He saw a friend had a wrinkled shirt. And he said, I don't have any shirts left. So he went and gave him a nice shirt. And this boy, all of a sudden, in the shear, the Rebbe said, yeah, your shirt is wrinkled. He didn't say anything. Later on said, I gave my shirt to this other boy. 
I had to wear my own one from yesterday. But this was a given. The Ches said, has this come about? Parents pushed him, no, you have to act like, no. We have to understand the husband and wife, listening skills, listening skills. And we also learn the preparation for the Montara, the same thing. You have to prepare, prepare, prepare before encounters. Even ask Hashem before you make the phone call to your wife or husband. Ask Hashem for help before you walk into the house, before you receive your husband's presence. It's important to prepare, prepare, prepare. And if one day doesn't go so well, the next day you start thinking, how can I prepare more and better, etc.? Sometimes it's hard, and again, we keep saying. So we see there is a, a format, a system, how we can work on ourselves. And then we receive the Torah, because the Dibros is so much, it's so many ideas in the Torah that teaches us how, it's life. Like a person that's computing, wants to learn how to work, and they give him the manual. Shem gave you the manual of life. You just need a little interpretation, someone to help you how to read it, how to live it, how to breathe it, how to sing it, how to hear it. But it's all there, everybody. It's all there. So this all began with the idea of <clears throat> the support system. We mentioned that this certain man we've mentioned from the beginning and another man who two months, uh, last two months, two homeless people decided to come into the house. He didn't know they were homeless, but they needed a place and all of a sudden that was it. But eventually they got a place, but I mentioned again, we'll summarize. This husband who, the father, the man who heard this from the other person Ask him, what'd you learn from this? And he said, I learned not only you have a home to go in and a family to be with, and, but we have such support systems, emotional support systems as people, mental support system. You could talk to people. Even financially, if you need something, you don't walk around like a frazzled, nervous wreck, what's going to come next? And we have a value system that's put on us from our parents. It's strong. It's in us. And this Torah idea is in us, deep, deep in us. What a husband and wife can do with each other to build that system. And we, so many of us have it, we don't even think about it. We've got to be taken for granted. That's our thinking about. We walk around with a, a strength and a power inside. And we'll still, we have our ups and downs. I'm with Netflix and nervous about this. I'm worried about Shaduch. I'm worried about that. Fine. But we have this source of strength inside that without, we don't even get even near to worry about these other things. And that this support system, again, we created as husband and wife work together, created in our children, giving them over to them in the most sweet, way from the Torah to the values, halacha, to the way of life, to the listening to each other, to the chesed. So we should have a happier day, everybody, happier week, happier life now to realize we have an internal structure, a support system 
Hashem set up in our communities to give a person inner strength, security, and stability that's going to live forever. And you go along, and your parent, your children would follow, and they'll take care of you too in your old age. It's all part, all part of the security we all have. So it's time to recognize it. Bracha so and everything. Rupnius and Gashmis and Theon Griper. 718-339-6020.